Welcome to Mission Point. We like to consider ourselves a full-service uh, church. We got teaching, we got baptism, we got worship, and we got aerobics. <laughs> Erica Edwards is an aerobics instructor, don't you think? She is. Did you see she barely was out of breath? Yeah, she's awesome. The kids have such a good time with her. Anyway, we are glad that you're here. I'm Jeff, one of the pastors here, and it really is a day of celebration today. And we are going to get to see... I think at last count it was 11, maybe more. I'm not even sure people give testimony of their love and faith in Jesus Christ through this public way that God has said, I don't want secret Christians. I don't want people who are unwilling to say, I stand with my Savior. I want people to declare it publicly through the waters of baptism. And that's what we're going to be doing today. And I am so excited. I hope you're excited to be a part of the amazing experience that our brothers and sisters will have as they share with us their deep commitment to Jesus Christ. Well, I have the opportunity to take just a couple of minutes to do two things. One is to make sure if you're a guest with us today, welcome, welcome. We are so thrilled you're here. All of you probably got a card that looks something like this and want to make sure you see some of the events going on at our church, but also on the back, there's a little portion, if you're a guest, for you to fill out tear that off. At the end of the service, our connection corner, which is right outside the doors, if you wouldn't mind dropping that off, and again, it's not because, um, you know, we're going to put you on some infinite mailing list. It's just because we want to say thank you and greet you and let you know how thrilled we are that you've joined us today to be part of a great morning. Well, last Sunday was Easter. Hopefully you all know that. And he has risen. And we Thank you. That is the knee-jerk response of a believer. He has risen indeed. And we got to celebrate Good Friday when he died on the cross for our sins. Easter morning when he rose from the grave victorious over sin and over death. And we serve a Savior who is alive, who loves us, who prays for us, who pursues us every single day. Do you know that living Savior spent about 40 more days on the earth? And he interacted with the women who came to the tomb that morning. He interacted with his disciples. We're told that later on he met with over 500 people to demonstrate that he was alive. But then he gave a commission. We call it the Great Commission. And it's in that commission that he told us how important baptism is. What I'm going to do in just my couple of minutes this morning from the word is share with you three major reasons why baptism is essential for the believer. It is not an option. It's essential for the believer. Matthew chapter 28, we refer to that as the great commission to the church. It's our marching orders. It's why the Christian life is not just, oh, I got saved, I get to go to heaven. See you later, Jesus. It is not that. He has commanded us not just to live for him and honor him with our lives, but to take the message of the good news. We call it the gospel to the ends of the world, right? It's exactly what he's called us to do. And this commission was not just to the handful of people who were there at that moment, those disciples and others. This commission is to his church, including us, until we see him face to face. Listen to these words, incredible words. Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 to 20. It says, then Jesus came to them and said, all 
authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And in incredible words, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Here's my first word I want to share with you. It's the word obedience. Baptism is ultimately an act of obedience. Do you see that Jesus began his commission by saying all authority in the universe is what he is saying has been given to me. Now listen, listen to what I'm going to say. Go. Go make disciples of all the nations. Not just go make converts. Go make disciples. Fully devoted followers of me. That's the commission. Actually, the, the, the language, the grammar is, while you are going, make disciples. You see, Christians are not just to sit and spend time together and enjoy community and teaching and worship together. We are to go. We are to go. But Jesus wanted to make sure that we knew that in becoming a disciple, there are some critical, key, essential elements to being a disciple. And so did you notice that as he talks about his people being disciples, he says, go make disciples of all the nations. And then what's the next word? Baptizing. Oh, <laughs> this is a big deal. Baptizing them. Baptism is a part of disciple making. So if you're a follower of Jesus Christ and you've given your life to him and you've confessed your sin and asked him to forgive you of your sin, then you're on the journey of being a disciple. That is the logical progression. That is more than that. It's the mandate of our commander-in-chief. And you know what part of being a disciple of Jesus Christ is? It's what we're going to witness today. My dear friends, it's not an option. It's an act of obedience. It's an act of obedience to Christ. So that's number one. Baptism is an act of obedience to Jesus Christ. But another thing I want you to know that's so critical as we, as we think about baptism, as we witness it today, baptism is also a testimony of our faith, not part of saving faith. What do I mean by that? You know, sadly, I mean, it's sad to me because I think scripture is clear. There may be some people, I think there are some people who believe that being baptized is part of your salvation experience. Part of what takes you from spiritual death to spiritual life. But the scriptures do not teach that. Baptism is not part of your salvation. Baptism is a declaration or a testimony that you have been saved. God is so clear about that. Ephesians chapter 2 verses 8 and 9 say this. They say, for it is by grace... You have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is a gift of God. Not by works. 
including baptism, not by works so that no one can boast. I want to be crystal clear with you this morning. Salvation is through Jesus Christ and faith in him alone, period. Jesus, period. It is not Jesus plus. It is not Jesus plus anything. It is Jesus, period, who saves us and faith in him alone. So we need to understand that as beautiful and wonderful as much of an act of obedience that baptism is, it does not save you more. Faith saves you. It's God's grace that he poured out into your life when you said, yes, Jesus, forgive me of my sin. Yes, Jesus, I give you my life and I want you to be my Lord. So baptism is a testimony. It's a public declaration of our faith in Jesus Christ. Aren't you glad? I am so glad that God said, you can't be an undercover Christian and be obedient to me. You can't just hide your faith and be secret, not tell anybody. No, he says, go public. You go public for me. That is really important to Jesus, that we go public for him. Here's the third word I want to share with you, and it's the word celebration. (laughs) This is so awesome. It's the word celebration. You know, I I love the fact that the Bible talks about two different types of baptism. I don't know if you knew that, but there's this tangible water baptism, we call it. But there's also a spirit baptism. And the Bible tells us that we are baptized into the body of Christ when we, we become Christians. In the book of Romans, chapter 6, verse 4, Paul talks about spirit baptism, but I believe because of the imagery here, he's communicating to us that water baptism is the outward picture. It's the illustration of that spirit baptism. Listen to this verse, Romans chapter 6, verse 4. We were buried, therefore, with him, with Jesus, by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. That's why it's a celebration, my friends. Because we get to walk in newness of life. Salvation, the experience of salvation, is becoming Uh, alive from the dead spiritually. Here's how Paul said it in another passage. He said, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he or she is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Is that an opportunity to celebrate? It sure is. Paul said in Galatians 2, I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live. Selfish me. No longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God. Some of you know this verse. Who loved me and gave himself for me. The Christian life is about newness of life. Passing from spiritual death and condemnation to freedom in Christ and newness. Baptism celebrates that. Baptism proclaims that from the rooftop, that I am a new creature in Christ. And that's why it is a day to celebrate. It is such an incredible day for our brothers and sisters who are experiencing baptism today, for us with them to say, amen, Jesus, for what you've done in her life. Praise you, Jesus, for what you've done in his life. 
And we are here as their church family to surround them and love them and encourage them and pray for them as they, along with us, walk this journey with you of becoming more and more like you. Let's pray together. Father, thank you. What a, what a great day. What a great day in, a, in the life of a church to be able to celebrate with those who take a public stand for Jesus. To say with them, we, we're with you. We're with you. We're for you. Your family. I, I pray that everyone baptized in just a few moments, Father, just sense that and feel that and know that because of how we love them and how we want to support and encourage them in this act of obedience. Be glorified, Father. Be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.